Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessing of your word today. Thank you for the opportunity we have to be in your house this morning. We ask you to guide us by your Holy Spirit. Lead us into all truth. We thank you for your blessing in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Amen. You may be seated. Are you glad to be here? Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. From verse 35. If they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. For it is a shame for women to speak in the church. What? Came the word of God out from you or came it unto you only? If any man think that himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. Holy Spirit, we thank you for raising up more prophets and spiritual men. In Jesus' name, amen. I am continuing on my series on prophets and spiritual men. Amen. Because my aim is for you to become either a prophet or a spiritual person. How many of you want to be either a prophet or a spiritual man? Amen. So today, what I'm sharing with with you is the alternative to being a prophet or a spiritual man. Alternatives to being a prophet or a spiritual person. In other words, if you do not become a prophet or you do not become spiritual, what are you going to be like? Do you understand? Turn with me to chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians. Chapter 3. Now, and I, brethren, I could not speak unto you as unto a spiritual person, but I had to speak to you as unto a carnal Man, even as unto babes. Amen. In Christ. Now, a baby, alright, which is not born, which is just born, is almost non-existent. Alright? Do you have any chairs? Any more? So that people can come. I I see some chairs here. Let them come in, please, quickly. All the way in. There's so many chairs on this side. If you have an empty chair by you, raise your right hand so somebody can come to you. 
If you have an empty chair by you, raise your right hand, please. And all those outside, try to come in, please. Right. You got an empty chair over here. Okay. Thank you. Now, continuation. When you are a baby, most of the things of your life are not developed, isn't it? And you don't really experience many things in life, how you can experience them, what you should have experienced. You don't experience it in it. In it. I mean, if you are a baby, you can't even drink Coke. You can't go out. You can't walk. You can't do anything. You can't talk to anybody. You can't chat. You can't listen to music. You don't even know what music is. You don't know anything at all. Because you are a baby. So, almost everything that there is in Christ to be, you never experience it when you are a baby. In Christ. You, 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 you haven't even started. So, when you are not spiritual, you are like a baby. Somebody who all the spiritual things that Christ has for us, you don't even know what it's about. You don't know anything. You don't experience it. And there are a lot of people who are born again Christians, but they are tiny little babies. Ask your neighbor, are you a tiny little baby in Christ? And most of the great things are, are the people cooking once we are eat, once we are also here. It's not an easy place to be to have a church, I tell you. <laughs> hey what a shock. <laughs> okay. Now um Come in, those of you at the, at the door, you know, when they come, show them how to come in, okay? Now, for you are yet carnal, okay, when there is among you envying and strife and divisions. You are carnal and you walk as men. Amen. Now, walking as a, a man, a, walking as men, is number one thing that is the number one alternative to being a prophet or a spiritual person. You walk as a mere man, an ordinary man. So, I want you to decide, because you know, spiritual things, you cannot know them by seeing the spirit. If you're going to be spiritual, you have to become like a doctor. A doctor is somebody who goes by symptoms and signs. In medicine, we have to trust symptoms and signs. Because you, you do not see most of the important organs. And a doctor may never see one Till he, he even dies. Because if you are not a neurosurgeon, you will never see a living brain. 
You may never see one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have seen a, a heart, living heart, just because I happened to be in a hospital in um, Switzerland where I was doing a, those type of exchange programs and they were doing open heart surgery. So, I don't know whether transplant or something fantastic they were doing many years ago. That must be like 20 plus years ago. They were, they were transplanting, removing somebody's heart and I was watching. That was the only time. I, otherwise, I would never have seen it. The real living, I only see a dead heart of a dead body. Do you get it? Because if you are not in that field, you, you just will not see these things. You will not see how they work. You never see the brain or even the spinal cord. Do you see? So we go by the symptoms. When this is happening, it means that something in the hidden place is having this effect. So that is how a spiritual person is. You cannot see a spirit. And you will never see a spirit. Neither will you see the Holy Spirit. Okay? And neither will you see your own spirit. But the effect is what you have to go by. You have to believe the symptoms. So what Paul is saying here is that when you see people walking like men, when you see people with envy and strife and divisions, quarreling, immediately you, you will know that they are not spiritual. Do you see? He says that I couldn't speak to you as spiritual because there was so much envy and strife amongst you. So I can't speak to you as you are not spiritual. No matter how much you sing in the choir, no matter how much you sing, no matter what you, what you pray, how you behave, do you get it? Once you see these things, you should know that the person is not a spiritual person. Okay? So, if you marry a lady and you're just having quarrels, and she's singing in the choir. And she's singing in the church. And everybody praises her. Okay? And she's even praying. The, the Bible is saying that when you see envy, strife, strife means quarrel, contention, wrangling. You have married an unspiritual person. So for instance, after being a pastor for about 20 years, and also being married for more than 20 years, I've seen the most unspiritual girls are the girls who don't have sex well. It's the unspiritual. Because it takes spiritual. What a shock. In my experience of being a pastor, the, the least spiritual, the least spiritual, because you see, is the devil who has made us feel guilty about something that we shouldn't feel 
Mara, Mara. Even when you mention certain things, people say, whoosh. But all the animals which were created, they do all these things all the time. And there's no problem at all. There's nothing, there's no difficulty. There is no shame. They do it as openly as they eat. And as openly as they drink. But we have allowed evil spirits to come and shroud all natural things and paint them with a color and tag them. My pastor in London, years ago, he, he, he said that, he said that, you know, people get married and they put red flags. They said, this is not allowed, this is not allowed. This sort of new laws which God hasn't made. Do you understand? And create complex things for us. And we are all afraid of so many things. Are you there or you are going home? <laughs> so you find out that because it's just a normal activity, a normal life, you find out that the less spiritual you are, you, you, are, you, you cannot control your flesh. You cannot control your flesh to just do what you are supposed to do. So if you're a lady, you find yourself full of envy, strife. You see, brothers also have that. But that, everything we have, the, our flesh are different. If I take your blood as a lady and I take the blood of a man, the, the blood sample is going to give different things, different chemicals in the blood according to whether it's a male. We are different. So those people who want to say a woman is a man, a man is, it's not true. We are not the same. And there are sins that you more easily fall into as a lady, which a brother doesn't fall into. And then there are sins which a brother always struggles with. Lady doesn't. Brothers, we know ourselves, isn't it? And we as brothers, we are not hiding our problems, isn't it? And the ladies, because of also how they are, they're always hiding how their are real problems. So that's why sometimes I preach to bring it out. Sometimes when we are with the sisters in the church, we feel bad. It's like we feel unholy. As the day looks so pure and righteous. Now, so, he says, you are carnal and walk as men. Okay? So men, not you walk as devils. You walk as men. So walking as a, a natural man is a very, very dangerous thing. And it's the opposite and the alternative to being a prophet or a spiritual person. And so everybody here must rise up and decide, I do not want to walk as a mere ordinary man. But I want to rise above, not above being a devil, but above being a normal man. He says, or you walk as men. 
Just men or just work as women. Like ordinary women. How do ordinary women behave? Yeah. So to be a spiritual woman, you have to be above how an ordinary woman... What is an ordinary woman? Ordinary woman is just to... She wants to uh, marry. She wants to have a child. And then society accepts her. And that's a normal woman. So a, a normal woman is just there to have children to marry, and so on. And that is why there are many Christian husbands who feel very sad because the, the woman's real aim in the wedding and the marriage is to have societal acceptance, to have a change of name, to have a ring, and to have donation of sperms, to have a child. And that's it. Huh? And a picture on the wall. To show that this is my husband. Finish. But the man, and that one is achieved after a year or two. Yeah, after a year or two or three, it's achieved. But the man's need and vision for having sex and companionship or whatever. Is not fulfilled after two or three years. Continues to persist. You see. And so in the I'm telling you, see, I'm telling you about Christian marriages. You see, many of many in the, in the world, what we have we know about is that oh, there is a man and then there's a, and he's unfaithful to his wife, he's chasing other girlfriends and so on, and the poor wife is staying at home praying every day. It's not going to this is all that we know. But it's a different story. In Christian marriages. Because in Christian marriage, the balance of power shifts. You see, in the daytime, a lion will not attempt to attack an elephant in the day. Because the elephant can see them and can stamp on them. They are very small, they are like little cats. But in the evening, the balance of power shifts to the lions. Who can see and the elephants cannot see them. So that's why we have lions who are specialized in eating elephants. Yes. Yes, it's a change of the power. It shifts in the evening. And so what happens in Christian marriage, the balance of power, and especially marriage to pastors, the balance of power shifts to the other, swings to the other side. Because the, the woman's need have been met after two to three years, but the man's need are still going on. Persistent. So the power has shifted to the woman has the power. Are you understanding? Are there some people outside who need to come inside? Come on in, all those outside. Call the people outside. If you're sitting by the door, anytime I speak, I'm talking to you. Call the people sitting out, Randy. Call the people outside there to come in. I don't want people standing outside. There's chairs here. Tell your neighbor, I don't want to be an ordinary mere woman or a mere man. Come here. Raise your hand. Where is it? Over there. All the way in, please. Please, our service starts at 6.30. Eh? Don't forget. 
Okay. And switch off your phone. Don't text during the uh, uh, service. Don't send a text. It's a sin. Okay, I'm giving you a new law. It's a sin. Don't send text when we are preaching. It's not a good thing. It's affecting you. Yeah. Don't WhatsApp anybody. Don't do it. Just listen quietly and then after you can text. Okay? Right. Can we continue? Yeah, so a mere, and yes, I, I don't want to walk as a man. Yeah, that's what he's saying, that you are not spiritual. So if all your main aim is having children, having children, yeah, just a ordinary woman. If you're all your, every woman just wants a wedding, look nice, this, come, everybody smile, take pictures. It's a normal, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are just an ordinary woman, huh? Then you are not spiritual. So a spiritual woman now rises above all that. And if you are a brother, as a normal man, how does a normal man behave? I'm going to give you eight characteristics of an ordinary person, an ordinary man. Are you listening? Yeah. But you know, as I'm sharing with you, you can realize that an ordinary man, what is an ordinary man? Initially, you, you, you are very carnal and then you become soulish and then you may even become demonic. You know? So, it's very important that you decide. You see, that's how to know you are becoming spiritual. It's by looking at the symptom that this symptom is not, it's a symptom that shows me that I'm, I'm no more working as an ordinary man. Do you understand? Because I'm telling you that to be spiritual is to be like a doctor. You understand symptoms. You will never see a spirit. And you will never see a spiritual person by looking at the person's outward holy look. Amen. Amen. So now turn to Ephesians chapter 6. Chapter 2. And let me give you the characteristics. And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Amen. This is the first characteristic. You are dead, no relationship with God. Amen. How many have a good relationship with a dead person? Huh? There's no relationship. If you know anybody who is dead, you don't have any relationship with the person. You chat with the person. So ordinary men, ordinary men, okay, have no relationship with God. They get that. That's why people play soccer on Sunday mornings. That's why they go and eat omutu on Sunday mornings. What else do they do on Sunday mornings? They go jogging on Sunday mornings. That's why they wash on Sunday morning. They play golf on Sunday mornings. They play video games on Sunday mornings. They go to the beach on Sunday mornings. There, there is no relationship with God. Once you are 
This is life. Most men have no relationship with God. Ordinary men have no They are dead to God. Dead in trespasses and sins. Yeah. This is not so. The sign of your relationship with God is the communication with God. Eh? When you see somebody who gets up, in fact, I tell you, I never understood it till I, I went to stay somewhere, and outside where I was staying, there was a man who would get up to pray early in the morning, so much so that I would wake up. But there were so many people in that compound because it was a, a yard. Nobody got up to pray. Only that man. And he has some particular shorts that he wears. So that is how I knew it was the same guy. And I realized that of all the people there, one of them has a relationship with God. Yeah. All the people walking around there, none of them has any relationship with God. But one of them has a relationship with God. Is it not fantastic? And this is this is the character. All businessmen, most politicians, most of them, they have no relationship with God. So the first sign of your departure from the life of a mere man is this relationship with God that is daily. That is, before you've come today, you've had that relationship with God. It's, it's the first sign. Amen. The first sign of a certain relationship with God is a sign that you are not just an ordinary. You think about all the people you know who don't, who don't know God. Sunday, would they not be learning? Even the people who have fixed exams on Sunday morning. It's a sign. It's a sign of People who have no relationship with God. Fixing elections on Sunday morning is a sign of people who have no relationship with God. People who are attacking church and Christianity all the time is a sign of their poor relationship or no relationship with God. They don't have that relationship. People who get up and fasting, eating, I mean, kenke. Look, let me tell you, spirituality is not very compatible with, I mean, wake up in the morning, number one is our boy and whatever. Fried, what, tatale and our boy. No, 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 no. First thing is fufu in the morning. You see, naturally, what will happen is that when you become spiritual, your the number one thing that will be affected is your breakfast. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the greatest thing that will be like if you take if I look at my myself, my favorite food, one of my favorite foods is breakfast. And it is the number one thing which has been affected greatly by spirituality. Yeah. It's the number one thing that is, it is the number one thing that is always cancelled out by spirituality. Because the first thing for me is to not be dead 
to God in my trespasses and sins, but is to, Bible says, and you have he quickened, and you have he made alive to God. It's the number one thing that has been affected in my life is breakfast. It's true. So much so that, in fact, in many times when I travel, I, I don't like the food that they have. In different countries, everybody says their food is nice, but every, it depends on whether you, you, you know that food as uh, whatever. You know, one day I was watching some children, they were roasting tarantula spiders. That is their delicacy. They were, it's like a kebab. All oh, there were six children around the fire. They have these big tarantula spiders. And they catch them and then they roast them. They put some pepper on it and they roast it like that. And they do eating, biting the leg. So everybody thinks his food is nice. Do you understand what I'm saying? But one of the, one of the things that is quite common and standard around the world is breakfast. Sometimes it's the only thing that I can eat sometimes is breakfast. And that's the one too that is affected. It's affected by your relationship with God. Breakfast is always affected first. So, so I don't say, you know, I see somebody, it's like when he first did a boy and a plantain, ta 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 I mean, kenke, fufu, early. If you go to Suhu, early in the morning, you say, boom, 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 boom. It's like, happy. This is it's an ordinary man. Just an ordinary man. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's ordinary. Number two, walking the sex. So the first thing is no relationship with God. No relationship with God. It's an ordinary man. And I'm telling you that once you become spiritual, you see that, bam, breakfast, early morning, you and God. Yeah. Yeah. You can know somebody's spirituality by even staying with the person. And you will see. Have you noticed that you are always able to bath even when there is no water, you are able to bath? But quiet time and time with God. You see that the least though it is cut out. It is the first to be asked. Number two, walking according to the course of this world. Amen. Wherein in time past you walked according to to the cause of this world. What is the cause of this world? Ah, the fashion. The fashion of the world. Amen. What are the fashions of the world? What is the pattern of the world? What is the pattern? First of all, dressing. Look at your dressing. Look at the course of the world. Cars. Houses. There's always a way, depending on the group you are in, there's something they are doing. That's the trend. If you are a student, there are things that are trends for people who are working according to the course of the world. As students. What things are they? What are those things? What do the, what do the, young, the young ladies of today, what do they do? Huh? Phones, the latest phones, the latest shoes, hairstyles, the latest hairstyles, the latest dresses in town. You want to travel and get them, and you want to match. You want your bag to match your shoe. You want your phone, the latest phone, the latest watches. The, 
you, the latest vacations, if your friends are going to London this vacation, you want to also go. That this vacation, this is where you are meeting. What a shock. Yeah. When you finish school, you have the late, if you are, even if you are a pastor, even pastors have a, a course of the world. Or even if you are making it in life, there's a certain car. So that this car shows that I'm making it. I have to stay at this place. It shows that I'm making it. And I have to go abroad. It shows that I'm making it. It's a course of the world. The whole world. What are your mates doing? What are your colleagues doing? So when I finished school, it was spirituality that made me stay in Ghana with a few people like the people on the stage on this side. As the pastor, when the all of my mates went to America. I stayed and I said, I'm the pastor of these people. This is what I'm going to do. Wow. Yeah. When the, the cost of the whole world is going this way. That's it. Yeah. When everybody is going this way, because there's a cost. The Bible says that broad is the way. The, the gate is wide. The way is broad. Many there be that walk on that way. So that's it. So every lady, everybody, everybody is not a virgin. Everybody is not a virgin. Everybody is not a virgin. If you are a sister, you are not a virgin. You say that the expression that you have to have sex. Or if you are a brother, it's as if there is something wrong with you. Because you are, you are a virgin. You have to go and do something. And have some experience. And the more girlfriends you have. That's a, for a man, like more girls you sleep with. It means what? You have power. You the man. And then, the girls, the more obvious the guy is. Has a khaki, he's a certain type of person. Then yes, you have really moving under. And when you, when you grow up and you have a child, then your child has to go to this school. This Montessori. My child. And my child is going here. My child has to go to SOS. And my child has to go to GIS. SOS. Tema International. AIS. This S. Every kind of S. Yeah. There is always the cause of this world. You have to stay here. They, do, they expect you to, to, to do certain things. Yeah. And when I'm driving in town, many people can't see me because they don't expect me to be driving the car that I'm driving. They're expecting me to see me some other car. So when, I, when I'm even parked, they don't even look at me. What a shock. 
So I'm asking you whether you are a mere man and everything you do is governed by what people are saying. That's why some people are poor today. They would have been rich. But they had to go and be like this. They had to have their house here. They had to have this. They've gone for loans, credit, this, that, and that. What have you? They have nothing because they follow the course of the world. Everybody's going for loan. You don't have to go for a loan. But they have to go for loans. If you, all those, the, many of the people I've brought, I, I used to go preach, I've advised, I said, there's no need for loan. They said, oh, we have to. Even businessmen, you say, oh, we have to. You cannot do business without loan. Why should you use your own money when you can get a loan? You have to get a loan and do this and do that. There's a cost of the world. And that is what leads to, because there's a lot of deception in the world. Oh, yeah. When you, when you make yourself super beautiful with so much hair and whatever, you must know that, look, the ordinary man, he, he doesn't even know uh, uh, who he sleeps with. You see, one day we were there after church. And there was a, a, certain, a certain sister came up to one of the pastors. And she said, oh, pastor, how are you? He said, oh, yeah. And she said, oh, and came. You don't, you don't remember me? He said, ah. And you wouldn't have breaking me virginity. <laughs> and you was there, pastor. You, you, you broke my virginity. <laughs> Can you, can you don't remember me. <laughs> you see, he, don't, he, did, he, he could not remember her. He could not remember her. I don't, I don't know you. Say, oh, Mama, I won't know break him virginity. <laughs> So you, you as a sister, you are following the course of the world, thinking that you are going, walking in love. The person who is sleeping with you, he doesn't even remember you. He will not even remember your name. He will not remember your face. He will not remember your name. Or who you are. Yeah. But there's so much deception in the world. You follow this. Everybody must have a loan. Everybody must. So not only in school, all over the world, all the time, you will always, the course of the world is there. But when you are spiritual, you see the course of the world this way. You say, no, I'm going this way. Yeah. I'm going this way. Everybody's putting, loading your face with makeup, eyebrows, eyelashes, everything. Fine. There's nothing. We want you to look nice because you are not a boy. You know, there are some girls who look like boys. Huh? You must not be a boy. Do you understand? We want you to look nice. But you see, you see that now it's like your life is just to have a certain appearance. It's a deception. You see that that makeup that you have put on your face, and you see that by the age of 40, you are a yomo. You know, understand yomo. You are an old lady. You can never go anywhere without it by the age of 40. Yeah. Huh. So, the course of this world, hmm, that's the second characteristic of an ordinary man. That's what Paul said that in times past, hmm? This is how we were working. He was explaining how he was. But now that he's become a spiritual person, he sees other Christians who are still operating just like men. And he's amazed that they are still living like men. 
or living like ordinary women. Ah. Then the next one is according to the prince of the power of the air. That is the next characteristic is that the people who are ordinary men are actually under the prince of the power of the air. Instead of the Holy Spirit, this another spirit is also a spirit operating in the air. And is the prince of the power of the air. So instead of people being filled with the spirit, they are filled with the prince of the power of the air. And that is the spirit that is actually working in them. So that's what I'm saying that you, you need to be filled with the spirit and speak in tongues. But if you are not, don't speak in tongues and you are not filled with the spirit, you'll be filled with another spirit. The prince of the air is moving in you. Now one of the main areas where the prince of the power of the air works is through radio and television. Because the airwaves are bring, are, that is why the world has sought to gain control over the air. So you see the things that we are seeing in the airwaves, internet. I mean, people have become different things, human beings, through the internet. People have become all kinds of things through internet, television, radio. Even radio is not so well, but it's still there. And even the air. So you must ask yourself, you know, you see certain films you watch, pornographies. How many have watched pornography on the internet before? Raise your hand, raise your hand. Yeah. How many have never watched pornography on the internet before? And those who didn't raise your hand for either of the two, where do you stand? Now, when, when, I was, when I was a student, there was nothing like internet. There was nothing like internet. So it was not even a possibility. There was not even a possibility. I didn't, I didn't even know about it till one day I found a, a brother who was having a problem. And the problem that he was having was he was getting it from the internet. So you, 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 are, you have the prince of the air. You get it? It's, it's now working in you. The media, demonic media, evil spirits, animals. You see, if you, God could open your eye to see. No, we have types of visions. A vision where you just see something and you, 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 there's nothing connected. But if you have an open vision, like if I have an open vision now, what it means is that the the spirit realm opens up. So you see the spirit realm as well as the physical. If I had an open vision now, I would see the spirits that are here. I would see the spirits that are here. And I would even see spirits sitting on some people's shoulders. Yeah. A couple of times when God has granted me open visions, I saw demons with the furniture in the room. And I was amazed. Yeah. Yeah. You see, sitting on it, one time I saw one sitting on a table. 
And it was like an, it was like a monkey. You see, in the Bible, the Bible describes certain animals as spirits. Bible says, and I saw three devils like frogs coming out of the mouth of the beast. So what he saw looked just like a frog. It is an animal. The nation Babylon, which committed fornication, he said that it has been inhabited with every foul and unclean bed. Was describing a bed. These are animals. So there are, there, 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 are, there are entities and beings. And in the book of Revelation, see, he saw, kept on seeing horses and beings and beasts with two heads and three heads and four heads and different animals. All these are working, coming for you through the internet, television, programs. All these things are coming for you. When you open yourself up to it, as an ordinary person. So, the, when you see somebody very fleshly, you see him watching films all the time. It's true. A canal person is always watching films. One day, I brought some pastors for training, spiritual training. So, some, some pastors, good, trainee pastors. So I brought them for spiritual training. And then I sent them to somewhere. They were undergoing their training. So one day I received a report from the person who was hosting them. I said, well, how are they doing? Oh, he's not so sure about them. I said, why are you not so sure about I said, from morning to evening, the guys are just watching films. Yeah. And you see that the prince of the power of the air. Sometimes it's an alligator with two heads. And different types of birds and demons are coming for the people. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So you, you got to be careful. And that's a sign. You said, on ordinary person, the films... Worldly music. I mean, whatever is coming from the air. All these uh, music by some of these stars, they are charged with evil spirits. They are charged. That's why, if you're as a Christian, you don't listen to it. You don't listen to it. You listen to it and you will commit fornication. You'll be surprised. It's true. And that is why sometimes when they are committing Certain things. They play certain music. I had a guy, you know, when I was in my room here, just down this block here, he was the next, my next door neighbor. He had a small tape recorder like this. And he, he had only one song that he was playing. Sexual healing. And he, and he played it very loud. That's how, that's how I know the song. That's how I know the song. Sexual healing. And he will play, he will put it all. I, I really remember that. I went into his room to see the kind of sounds. And you see how the rooms are. He was just next. This is my room. And that was his room. 30, 31. And he will put it on. And he was thinking girl after girl after. And he play, put on the music and play. And you are, they are charged with spirit. Charged. It's normal. It's normal for a normal man. A mere man or a mere woman. 
And when you work as a mere woman and somebody asks you about your past, you cannot say it. Because if you work as a mere woman, so many people will sleep with you before if you ever get married. They will sleep with you. Uh, oh, different characters. And they will not remember you. So, uh, and tell me, you don't, you don't remember me. And your will now will break him in virginity. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> What a shock. The next one, the, the, how many characteristics have I given of a mere man? Three. The first one is dead to God, isn't it? No relationships. No quiet time. No personal contact. Number two is what? The cause of the world. Walking in the cause of the world. Number three is under the influence of the prince of the power of the air, the atmosphere, the air. And then number four, the spirit that worketh in the children of disobedience. You become a child of disobedience. Our struggle with obedience. You struggle with obeying God all the time. You see, when you are struggling to obey God, you are a mere man. Yeah. When you become spiritual, you will fear to disobey God. And when you, when you become spiritual, you will love to obey God. You will know that it's better for me than I obey God. It's a good thing. Even it's a good thing to suffer. You even like to suffer. You see, have you ever noticed wonder why some people like to fast? So we are going to fast. Charlie, we are fasting. Is it not suffering? But you see that some people actually are happy that they are going to fast. Obviously, they are not working as mere men. So when God tells you, walk in this way, you will not struggle with it. But when you are working as a mere man, the spirit of disobedience, you are a child of disobedience. You are one of the children of disobedience. Disobedience is more natural to you than obedience. You will disobey God continually. Continually. Everything about you is disobedient. If God has called you, you will disobey. If he sent you, you will disobey. If he tells you to read your Bible, you disobey. Everything because you are one of the children of disobedience. But you must become a child of obedience. Yeah, even your pastor cannot control you. Even your pastor cannot control because you are not one of the children of obedience. You are a child, one of the children of disobedience. Your main characteristic is disobedience. What your father says, that is what you will not do. Some of you look at your life. You are the opposite of what your parents want you to be. What your father says, this do be, you do a different one. You are one of the children of disobedience. Yeah. In the church, you are a child of disobedience. That is your life. So you, you got to watch out. That's, that's, it's normal. Uh, you should not expect a person to be, to walk in the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And that is where you will learn deception. You will learn tricks. You will learn everything. Because all your life is disobedience. Everything about you has to be deception. When I, when I went years ago, I visited my, my beloved. At that time, I was not 
married to her. I went with a car that I had. And her brothers were children of disobedience. (laughs) Yes. Because they were not born again. It's later that Prophet Kakra and others became children of obedience. But they were children of disobedience. It never, and it, because I have been a Christian from an early age, certain things didn't even occur to me. When I, when I decided the weather to just wash my car for me, it was years later that I was told that when they, I, they took, when they, when they, when they were washing the car, they took the car to town. They took the car out. They took and I mean, it did it, it up till today. It didn't. It doesn't even occur to me how something like that can be. Yeah. And when you are a father of children of disobedience, you must be very well. And their father was very strong. He could come to the disco with a torchlight. <laughs> And he will shine the torchlight on every go to the disco face by face. He's looking for his children. He's looking for, he's looking for the children of disobedience who are in the disco where they should be in the house. Yeah. It's not easy to be a father of children of disobedience. Only Christ can make you a child of obedience. But if you are working as an ordinary person, you will be one of the children of disobedience. Your whole life will be the life of a child of disobedience. Amen. Are you listening to me? So ladies and gentlemen, decide, I'm no more going to struggle with obedience. I'm going to, I'm going to give myself to obedience. Because I'm not, I don't want to be a devil. Amen. The next one. Among whom we also had our conversation. The next one is your behavior. Bad behavior is, but you see, conversation in times past. Do you see? Conversation in time past in the lust of the flesh. So your conversation is an old word, Hebrew, uh, old uh, English word in the uh, King James Bible, but it means behavior. Your behavior shows how unspiritual you are. There's a certain behavior when you see them. Even how they look, you know this person is an unbeliever. How you even look, how you even dress, how you behave. I mean, there are people when, they, when, you, when you greet them, you see that they will even be stroking you. It's like they are feeling you. Hey. It's like you, you know men so much that you are feeling the, the person. So watch out for the conversation of the world in the lusts of the flesh. Okay? So number one is what? No relationship to God. Number two is what? Walking according to the cause of the... Number three is what? Prince of the power of the air. Number four is what? Children of disobedience. Number five bad behavior. Number six, the lust of the flesh. Behaving in the lust of the flesh. Alright? The lust of the flesh. So the lust of your flesh 
all right, are, uh, is the main thing that governs, governs uh, an unbeliever and somebody who is unspiritual. How many have lust of your flesh? Your flesh is lasting, isn't it? Does your flesh last? What does your flesh, your flesh last? No. Does your flesh last? No or yes? These are, these are angels. What does your flesh last after? Huh? Affection. Money. Sleep. Food. Girls. Girls, what does your flesh last after? Boys. Do girls like boys? More. Far more. Yeah. So, all your life, you see, if you are a lady, all your life you can see that you are just after a boy. And if you are a girl, all your life should not be so clear that you are just after a girl. Yeah. One day, a certain brother, you know, he was always doing follow-up. And the follow-up was in Baltimore. So, one day we challenged him. He said, why? Why is all the follow-up in Baltimore? No follow-up, no other souls anywhere. Are there no souls anywhere? All your follow-up is in Butter Hall. What a shock. Are you there or you are going home? Amen. So what I'm sharing with you, I'm trying to explain to you, amen, that our life you know, anytime you are being guided by lusts, you must be afraid. Try to be guided by the Holy Spirit rather than you. As for your last year, they are guiding. You know, when I when I when I first had a beloved, in fact when I when I when I first saw her, and then I I felt that the Lord wanted me to enter a relationship. First of all, I was afraid that the Lord would never tell me something like that. Because I was afraid of my lusts. This is what I was afraid of. That I'm following my lusts. Yeah. So at the point, I mean, I realized that look, my, 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 I was, I was heading towards, and see, when you like somebody, the person will know that you like the person. So one day, I called her. I said, come. She was in Water Hall. I said, come. I need to see you. And then I took her for a walk. And then, listen, not a prayer walk. It was a walk. A walk of destiny. Yeah. 
I told her, I went to a particular place, but I will not tell you exactly where. And I said to her, well, you know that I like you. And I am sure that you like me as much as I like you. I'm sure. But, look, let's be serious. I want you to be serious. But, but, I'm afraid of myself. Yeah, I'm afraid. Maybe it's last. You see, this is how a normal man is. You only you buy. So, sometimes you see somebody who says, "I want to be a pastor." You can see that nothing is guiding him but lust. Yeah. Sometimes you can see nothing is guiding the guy but lust. And this is what you must know that a normal man is guided by lust. Not even that you are fulfilling it all. Just that it is influencing you. This is what you must be afraid of, that you are being influenced. Even after marriage, you realize you can be influenced. You are influenced by lust. All the time you are influenced by lust. And you must be sure that lust is not what is influencing you, but the Holy Spirit is influencing you. And so I said, you know, to be sure that I'm not being guided by lust. Ask for me, I'm going to pray. I cannot say anything either to the left or to the right. So let us all pray. Never say that you were my beloved and that I I left you. And never say that I gave you hopes. Never say that. Because I am not giving you hopes. Be it known unto you this day. Yeah. Never say that I, I gave you hopes. Because we have what we call hopes giving brothers. They give hopes to sisters. Always giving hopes to sisters. Hopes giving brothers. Have you met some of those hopes giving brothers before? They'll be visiting you as though, as though, as though. Then say that, oh no, but I never, I never, I never said anything. But you were giving the hopes. How many do you have now? Number one is what? Number one is what? No relationship with God. Number two is what? Walking according to the... That's a character of unspiritual men. Number three. Following the prince of the power of the air. That means following internet and movies. And all the things that are in the air today. Isn't it? And number four. Huh? A child of disobedience. Mercy. Number five. Bad behavior. Okay. Number six. That's number six. Okay. Number seven. Bad company. Your friends are a sign of who you are. It says in verse 3, Amongst whom, amongst whom, we had our conversation. So, you are among them. 
So when you are unspiritual, you are among unspiritual people. Do you understand? Among whom we also had our conversation. So watch out. Your friends, unspiritual friends, are a sign of your flow. Yeah. Anybody who is your friend with whom when you quote a scripture, he calls you, oh, spirit, hey, as for you, you are spiritual. As for you, it's a bad person. Never be a friends with such a person. Yeah. Such people, they are unspiritual. I mean, how can two Christians meet without quoting a scripture? As you even discuss what is guiding you, is it not the scripture? How can two Christians meet without mentioning God or the Holy Spirit or Jesus Christ? Then you have missed the point. All the points you've mentioned are non-scoring points. If you didn't mention Christ. And if when you mention Christ, they make fun of you and they say you are spiritual. Then you have met the wrong person. You are in the wrong group. Among whom we also had our conversation. You are in the wrong crowd. I'm telling you. The people that I work with, when I I meet with Bishop Saki and I share scriptures, anybody I'm with is the most natural thing for me to share scriptures. Ah, What else will I do? And what am I going to talk about? Apart from God. Huh? And anything else that's happening in the world is related to God. And prophecies. I was watching something about September 11th and I was watching how they were preparing for it. And they were saying, they were having conferences in America speaking how they are going to there must be blood, there must be widows, there must be orphans, there must be widows. And, And you see, Rick Joyner prophesied in 1989 that Islam will be used to discipline the church and to discipline the world. The Western world. He prophesied at that time there was nothing like September 11. And they have risen up and this is their, their aim. There must be blood. There must be widows. There must be orphans. Yeah. And they are saying it in America. And the Americans didn't know what they were even saying. That's openly. With people whose main aim is to blow up buildings and kill many people. Yeah. But you see, you see the trend of the world. And it's like when the Philistines were used to discipline Israel when they went away. And, it's, and he prophesied that in 1989, more than 11, 12 years before this thing happened, he said the Islam will be used to discipline the church in the way uh, the Philistines were used to discipline Israel. To discipline the West and the Western church. Yeah. How can you even watch a, when you watch a film, even you should see the word of God being fulfilled in the film. Yeah. If you ever watch, you should see the word of God is being fulfilled. Sometimes when I mention certain things, it's because I see the word of God being fulfilled. Certain films. I, I, I was watching Rambo, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, and I saw, I mean, the last for money is so, it's such a deception. How people follow after money. I learned so much by just watching that thing. When I watched Jurassic Park with the dinosaurs, and somebody had put his egg, and the whole film was that the man had the egg in the bag, 
and the dinosaur followed him from the first minute of the film to the end of the film. The whole film was that. And I read that it's like tights. When people have the tithe with them. And the Bible says the tanker worm, the palmer worm, and the locust, they will pursue you and you'll be consumed. Because you have something that is not for you. That's what I got from the film. So you see, how can you even as a Christian, you even watch a film without learning something's biblical? Yeah. Number eight. Are we on number eight? Number eight. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Ah! When you are an unbeliever, you fulfill the desires of the flesh. Not only do you have them, but you fulfill them. (laughs) If it's sex, you fulfill it. Always fulfilling, 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 fulfilling. You should see them. You feel like dancing. You fulfill it. Fulfill it. Drink it. You fulfill it. You drink it. You fulfill. Always fulfilling the desires of the flesh. And as you get older, your flesh gets weaker. Then you fulfill more the desires of the mind. For money. For power. For lust. For other things. So that's an unbeliever. All these politicians and so on. I mean, you, you ask yourself, what can make a person do certain things? you realize that even the lust for power is so much. And you see somebody like President Obama saying that he accepts two men, somebody who has a wife and then two little children. And he says that he believes that two men should be allowed to marry. You know, and you ask yourself that for what reason? But when they did a poll in America, 66% of Americans feel that two men should be able to marry. So politically, he has more people on his side. So you see that somebody like that can do something like this. Sometimes you see certain African countries. Sometimes you can even have a president who is a lawyer. Most presidents are lawyers. Most of the president could force a lawyer, president Mills. Most of, um, occasionally you have a, a, a pilot or, or, or a, whatever. But most of them are lawyers. <laughs> and you see them doing things which are totally unlawful. The court will say this, then they will say a different thing. It's fantastic. But as you get older, Instead of just fulfilling the need for sex, you start fulfilling the desires of the mind and certain aspirations, sometimes demonic aspirations, soulish aspirations. Yeah. And then, have you, how many points do you have? And then, that's it. And then by nature, you are children of wrath. You, you are just receive, recipients of the anger of God. So this is an ordinary man. When you are unspiritual. But when you become spiritual. Let's take the points again. Number one is what? So when you are spiritual. You will have a relationship with God. We will hear your voice in the morning. Calling on your God. Amen. Whether your husband is calling on God. Or your wife is calling on God. Or your sister is calling on God. Or your friend is calling on God. You will be calling on God in the morning. Early in the morning. And then number two. 
when you are following, when you become spiritual, you will not have to walk in the course of this world. No. No. You don't have to drive certain cars. You don't have to do that. You don't have to dress in a certain way. Yeah. You dress in a way. You will even set the fashion. Yeah. You will set the fashion. Yeah. You will set the fashion. Yeah. When I go to America, I wear what I wear when I'm in Ghana. I don't wear their suits. Somebody says, I want to grab bicycle. I say, I don't wear it. I don't even wear the shirt. I just wear my normal shirt. I, ISI, I wear my batik shirt and I preach. Yeah. It's working for me. I don't have to be, I have to wear the suit with the whatever shoes, shiny shoes and this tie with the whatever and everything. I don't need to. I don't need to follow any course. I'm independent of those courses that people are setting. And become independent also in the name of Jesus. Sisters, you are beautiful. Some of you, you are so beautiful that you don't need one drop of makeup. But you are just learning it because... Some people really need it. You know, some people need the makeup to really whatever. They need it to, to improve things. But some of you, you don't need it at all. That you are, it's just because everybody is doing it. You are also doing it. Oh. Number three. The power of the air. Instead of following the power of the air, follow the Holy Spirit. Wow. And I'm going to show you the signs that the Holy Spirit, you have become spiritual, affected by the Holy Spirit. And the next one is what? Ah, so what are you going to be when you are spiritual? Children of what? 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 Obedience. Obedience. Obedience to God. To his word, to the Holy Spirit, to your parents, to your pastors, to whatever God's word says. A child of obedience, not one of the children of disobedience. Don't struggle with obedience. Learn that it's more painful to be disobedient. In the end, you'll suffer more. Some of you would have done better courses if you had been obedient. Yeah. But you just came to do any course to get out of here. And now you are going to have to do more courses for another four years, five years before you, your, your qualification will be useful. Because you will not be obedient. It's true. When they were telling you learn, when they were telling you this, when they, you wouldn't obey because you were one of the children of disobedience. Now you are paying for it. Follow the course of this world and stand on the road and smile. You see a man, there are, ah, if you like, let's bet. You see, I will stand with you. I will stand on the side and we'll see how many cars will pass to pick you up. They will even have sex with you in the car before they... Yeah. Cars are used for sex now. That's it. What a shock. Number what? Number five. Bad behavior. How are we going to have good behavior? Good Christian behavior. Number six. Last of the flesh. You are going to follow the last. No. You are now going to not follow the last of the flesh. Yeah. So Danny, you don't marry just because she's beautiful. Yeah. You see, almost all of us, 
we always choose people according to our lusts. It's true. One day I saw a, 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 a certain lady who was paralyzed. And a Chinese man came to marry her. I tell you, she can't move. Only The only thing she can move is the head. She cannot move the arms. She cannot move the legs. She was paralyzed from the spine, from the neck. And everybody was surprised. Because the normal desires and lusts once you see this problem, you, nobody will say the Holy Spirit is leading me to, to marry the person. The Holy Spirit, I will not speak again. So, so you ask yourself, what is really working in us? Is it not our lusts? Very dangerous. So the more spiritual you are, the less you'll be following after lusts. That's why the most spiritual people can be told who to marry. Oh yeah. If you are very spiritual, you can, and you will marry the person happily and not complain. Yeah. But the less spiritual you are, you need to follow your last and you need to eat the fruit of your own ways. What a shock. Number seven is what? Bad company. How many are going to have? What's the characteristic of a good company? Somebody who can quote scriptures. Huh? Talk about God. Talk about the Holy Spirit. And not, not mock, mock you and laugh at you when you mention a scripture. Spirit. How many have met people like that before? Hey, you. Too spiritual. One day. I met a pastor friend and I was going somewhere and he happened to also be so we were walking together. And as I was going with him, we were quiet. So I, I started to share something. Later on, I heard him telling someone, say, Hey! As for that, if you walk with you preach to you throughout, you cannot even concentrate. <laughs> you, you cannot even concentrate. It's a pastor of a big church. So, I also decided that if I see this brother, I will not say anything again. When I say, you said that I'm preaching to you, I was just chatting. Oh! So you cannot concentrate. The next one is what? Number eight. Uh, fulfilling. Hey! You are ejaculating. A, a young person like you, look at what you are doing. You are been married, look at what you are doing. And you are not afraid. If you started fulfilling every feeling, every desire, you fulfill it. Huh? Is it right? No, don't have to fulfill it. A time will come to fulfill. You fulfill, ah, you'll be tired of fulfilling. Are you excited that a time is coming for fulfilling? (laughs) (laughs) How many want to be spiritual? Stand to your feet and let's pray that God will give us the grace to be spiritual.
All right. The Bible says, if anyone is a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that what I'm saying is from the Lord. These are the only two people that are important in a church. Prophets and spiritual people. I want you to be a spiritual person. Amen. I don't want you to walk as a mere ordinary person. No. God is raising you up to be spiritual. Hallelujah. And brothers are going to be more spiritual than sisters. But today, even we are looking for the the next person to be the chief elder on this campus. It's a a lady again who is being recommended. But where are the brothers? The brothers are fulfilling the desires of their minds. Yeah. It's like, as for me, I'm after this, I want this, I want this, I want this. People are fulfilling the desires of the mind. You may not be fulfilling the desires of the flesh, but the desires of the mind. Yeah. Because, you see, we have three levels of negative wisdom. Three levels of negative wisdom. Earthly wisdom, sensual, and devilish. Devilish is demonic. Clearly demonic. Then, earthly or sensual, flesh, physical, lust, wisdom. And then, earthly or soulish, the mind. It's like wisdom of cleverness. All these are not from God. He said the wisdom that descended from below. All these three. Earthliness, not having eternity in mind. Soul, wisdom. And sensual, physical, fleshly, carnal instinct wisdom. And demonic wisdom. They are, they are all not from God. So there are many of us here, we are soulish. Earthly minded. I thank God that when I went, that's why I, I speak about my, my exams. I did well in schools. All these, even those of you at medical school, our time, there were only 50 people, the whole Ghana, who go to medical school. Yeah. So that you, you, you think that we, we, when we are spiritual, we have lost our minds. At all. It's rather when you are more intelligent, you, be, you realize that the spirit world is, it must be a real place. You must be spiritual. You are walking in wisdom that comes from below. That is why you have, you have left the work for women. Yeah. That is why girls will rule you. Yeah. And some of you, because you wouldn't have become a leader in the house of God, and you allowed a woman, a lady, to become the leader, God will raise up a woman to rule you for the rest of your life. Your wife will rule you till you die. She will be your ruler. She will lead you. She will decide. Because when it was time, and you think you can escape, but you will not escape. God is sending a ruler. She's very beautiful, so you will approach her, you do everything, but when you marry, you realize that you've married a ruler. (laughs) She will dictate. She will guide. She will lead. Because you wouldn't leave the house of God. Therefore, God has also raised up somebody to lead your own house. Mercy. Lift your hand and pray for spirituality. 
Father, thank you for your, your holy word. Maramashandala Baba. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hamandala la ba ma 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 ra ba la 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 ba na. Habala la 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 de 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 de. Habala la 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 ba ba do ba la la ba na. Haya ma 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 ra ba la 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 ba la 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 ba na. Father, thank you for your word today. We receive your word and we decide, Lord, to be spiritual men. Thank you, Lord. The alternative to spirituality is too bad. We do not want to work as mere men. We want to work in the spirit and become men that are influenced by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the blessing of your holy word today. Put your hand on your heart. Father, 
I pray for everybody Touch our hearts and our lives Give us a deeper Knowledge of you Cause us to walk in spirituality From today We thank you for your great blessing Great power And great healing From unspirituality And naturalness Thank you Lord For your healing Be free from every internet spirit Be free from every demonic power Through the television The radio The internet And every power of the air That comes into your life To destroy you I bind the power I cut off the heads of the creatures That are tormenting you And harassing your life Every evil spirit that has entered you I cast it out In Jesus name I pray for you to be spiritual Now receive the grace Receive the grace Receive the grace Receive the grace Not to walk after the cause of the world But to walk after the will of God Be healed and be delivered From the patterns of the world From the systems of the world From the ways of the world From the moves of the world From the way things work in the world In the name of Jesus Be healed, be loose Be loose Be delivered Do not walk anymore after your lusts Never fulfill the desires of your flesh and of your mind From today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Father thank you for healing Thank you for safety For your children, for the little ones, for the young ones Thank you for your blessed power That has released us From all curse Of the enemy In Jesus name we pray We thank you dear Lord Jesus Amen As every head is bowed, every eye closed If you are here this morning You don't know Jesus as your savior Pastor pray with me I want to give my life to God If you are here you want to give your life to Jesus Christ You want to go to heaven You want to give your life to God Maybe somebody invited you But you know deep down in your heart That you are far away from God Pastor pray with me I want to give my life to the Lord today And I want a change in my life I don't want to be an ordinary man But I want to follow Jesus If you are here like that this morning You want to to give your life to God You want me to pray with you As we close this service Then lift up your right hand Just your right hand up high God bless you. And I'm going to pray with you. Thank you. I see your hand. Lift it up. Just keep your hand up high. I see all your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it up. Don't look at anybody. Today is an opportunity to say, Oh God, I surrender my life to you today. Lift it up high. You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted up your hand, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, then come to me in the front. I'm standing here. I want, I want you to come to me. Come, come to me. Come, come to the front. God bless you. Lift your hands. Lift your hands up to God. Don't, don't feel shy. Everybody is looking at you, but we are not ashamed of Jesus. Say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Today, I confess my sin to you, O oh God. Please have mercy on me. I know I am a sinner, but today, I come to you just as I am. 
Please forgive me. Please wash away my sins. From today, I give my heart to God. I give my heart to Jesus Christ. From today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow God. I will serve Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for washing me with your blood. Come into my heart. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to God. And I will serve God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.